I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. How excessive movement is burning you out and making it really hard to sustain the results that you do want to achieve in your life. Guys, this morning I want to talk to you about excessive movement. And this is not just physical movement, this is mental movement and physical. So I'm going to be talking about efficiency in everything that we do. And I can tell you now that all of you listening to this will fall prey to this in certain areas of your life. And so this is going to be a really important episode in terms of if you have got to a goal before, but it required so much grunt that you couldn't maintain it, and or you can just never seem to get there, a big, big part of it is ex- is excessive movement. Now, what I mean by this, let me give you a couple of analogies First, so you can kind of understand where I'm coming from regarding this. And this is going to be the first analogy is something that I think we can all relate to because predominantly all of us will drive vehicles, cars. And so think of when you first began practicing driving a car, right? You first got in and it was all foreign to you and you would you would obsessively check the mirrors. You would adjust everything, the seat, the mirrors, the steering wheel. And as you were going along, you're pretty much like white knuckling. Even though you're going under the speed limit, you're gripping it really tightly. There's excessive tension in your hands. Your eyes are tracking the mirrors more than normal. And you are going through these mental checklists when you are driving that are excessive. So you are nervous and because it seems foreign to you, you are overanalyzing and you are over-scrutinizing and you're over-putting energetic, over-energetics into everything that you are doing. And think of how tiring that is. I remember, for example, when I was younger and I would be going on my driving tests with the instructors, how tired I would be after the test. And this is just driving for 30, 45, 60 minutes because there was so much excessive energy invested in mental and or physical movement. And now think about how seemingly effortless driving a car is for you. So you will be going along. A lot of the things that you are doing are in your subconscious mind. You won't even remember much of the trip on the way to a destination a lot of the time. And everything just feels instinctual. Like You can touch the steering wheel. And as you put your feet on the brake pedals and the accelerator, you can almost feel the road. You almost merge and the car becomes an extension of you. And you can apply this to people who play sports, for example, people who in martial arts, you can see a beginner who uses a lot of excessive movement, whereas a, a black belt, an expert, they refine and they eliminate so much excessive movements. So everything is very, very economical and fluid. And you can see that with boxing and you can see it with even speaking on video or public speaking, people who are beginners or they're more nervous, they add in a lot of filler words. They say, um, but, hmm, well, and and they just keep 
adding in filler word after filler word after filler word because they are uncomfortable and there is a lot of mental tension there. So with that mental mental excessiveness manifests itself physically. And so you can see this uneconomical approach in the way that people speak, for example. And even another example might be in the gym when you're looking at people who do, I'm just thinking of a, a movement that everyone kind of knows and isn't overly complex. It's like a bicep curl. So some people, when they're doing a bicep curl, they'll be swinging with their back, their shoulders and elbows are moving. Everything is moving and not in isolation, creating a proper tension on the bicep. And that excessive movement actually blocks them from the result. They can be doing bicep curls all day, but because everything is moving and there's so much excessive physical movement, they're not actually placing the proper tension on the bicep. And because of that, they're not going to get the result they want, even though they think they're putting in the work. This is a very important analogy to understand because if you are not getting the result that you want or you've got the result before but it was so hard to maintain, it's because you have so many things that you need to refine and remove. Now, one of the biggest things that a lot of you guys probably know about me is that I'm all about addition. So like I talk when it comes to, for example, getting into a vegan diet and lifestyle, I'm like add things in, add in the smoothies, add in the plant-based proteins, add in this, add in that. That is great, and but paradoxically, you cannot always add in a lot of new things if you don't start removing the excess fluff, the excess baggage in your head, the excess baggage in your life, physically, in your environment. There's no room for new stuff, and that's when people say, well, I don't have time or I just don't have the energy or whatever it is. You know, you hear these stories or these these excuses so much about I don't have time when in actuality what they're really saying is I don't have the capacity or the awareness or the desire to remove enough of the excessive fluff, the excessive movement, whether it's mental or physical in my life to actually make room for new stuff. And so usually what you'll see is that the excessive movement is in the form of watching Netflix, it's in the form of gambling or drinking or procrastinating or just binge eating or all these other things that they find some emotional release in. And what it does is it prevents them from adding in the good things in their life. And so I see this so much just across the board with people when it comes to them starting anything new. One of the biggest reasons why people have so much fear and apprehension around the unknown with achieving any goal or dream that they have is because they have so much mental fluff going on. They play mental ping pong with themselves and all that internal movement in their head manifests itself in the form of feeling tired, feeling low energy. Can you think of someone, and maybe this is you, where you're up in your head so much and you're going back and forward with so much mental movement that you literally make yourself tired physically. That is a classic example of how your internal state drives your physical world. One of the things that I've practiced in my life and I think I've become quite proficient at is minimizing 
movement as much as possible in terms of the actions that I take and the steps and habits that I form to get to a certain result. If you see me do anything, it's almost like clinical. It's it's I have this very sort of Navy SEAL SWAT team approach to things when it's coming to getting things done. So when I'm in the store, for example, I, I have the list of things that I want. I know exactly what I need to get. I get in there. I get those things and I leave. I don't go down all the different aisles and play mental table tennis with myself about things that I want to get additional. I don't do any of that. When it comes to sharing a message, I'm very clear with the words that I use. When it comes to sharing like doing a video with for my clients where I'm expressing things that they need to do. I don't pad it out and I don't go, mm, uh, well, um, uh, and the video is not 20 minutes long of me just going, um, well, uh, it's, it's to the point. I say what I've got to say. I'm in and I'm out. It's the same with even just washing as simple things as like washing dinner dishes and making dinner. I rinse the dishes off. I stick them in the dishwasher and I run the dishwasher every evening through the night. So in the morning it's ready to clean. I've seen some people in our family and they spend 10 minutes washing a plate. And I'm like, that's 10 minutes of your life that you've spent washing a plate that I could have rinsed in 10 seconds, put in the dishwasher, unloaded the next morning in five seconds and be done. That is mental baggage and it's mental fluff presenting itself as physical fluff. The more you can reduce that in all areas of your life, you will massively free up time to grow and achieve and have more room to do the things that you know you need to do. And so another example of this is I don't answer calls on my phone unless they're scheduled calls. Like if someone just calls me out of the blue and it's a client or it's someone who wants to know about our programming and stuff, I don't just don't answer the, the call. They can leave a voicemail and I will reply to them via text message or email when I have that time scheduled. I'm not going to flex my boundaries for people who just want me to be reactive based on their mental fluff. You see what I'm saying here is that I protect my space and my la- my absence of mental fluff ferociously because other people will try and impose that on you and then you will get dragged into excessive movement. And what will happen is you will have things planned for the day that will, are supposedly going to get you ahead, but then you it will be padded out with everyone else's excessive movement and fluff and all these fires that they want you to put out, and you will never, ever get to the things that truly matter. So you have to be tenacious about protecting your space. It's the same reason why I don't always check my my messages on social media. I will time block when I actually check those things. And I've had people before message me again after the fact saying, hey, like, why haven't you responded yet? And I'm And I come in and I'm like, I will respond to you in my own time, and if you can't appreciate that and respect that, this conversation is over. And I have no problem with being that blunt and direct with people now because people will impose their fluff and their excessive noise on you and they don't even realize it. We live in such a world of excessive movement in everything that we do that people don't even realize that it's not normal anymore. They, they just don't even see it. And so you can see this 
excessive movement in the form of anxiety, for example. Think of someone who's anxious. They pace around. They fidget more. Everything they do is fidgety. They breathe faster. They walk faster. There's, there's smaller strides between their steps. Everything is excessive. And then you can go to the other end. And even people who might feel depressed who move slowly, you the part of that reason is because there's so much internal excessiveness. So there's excessive thinking, there's excessive ruminating, there's excessive procrastinating, there's excessive eating, there's excessive watching of Netflix, or there's excessive sleeping, and all these other things that then present themselves in the form of burnout and feeling lethargic physically. The biggest and most important thing that you can do is anything that you want to become skilled in or proficient in, you need to repeat it. And each time you repeat it, you need to look at areas in that process where you can start refining it more and more and more. And so the only way that you're ever going to actually be able to refine things and remove stuff is by actually doing the positive habits repeatedly. It's like you won't get better at speaking and communicating until you actually start to speak and communicate more. And so you won't get better at removing filler words until you start practicing speaking more. The more natural it becomes to you, the more you won't have to put those filler words in to pack out your sentences. It's the same with anything. It's the same with driving. You, you're an example of this because many of you who are listening to this will probably be quite skilled or at least driving has come subconsciously to you. So it's an example of repetition. You need to repeat those positive habits in all areas of your life. Otherwise, you will always have excessive mental noise. So that is my message to you today. Most people are all up in their heads. They are playing mental table tennis with themselves. And one of the biggest reasons when someone comes to me and they say, hey, I really want, you know, I love that idea of getting that result that you talked about, but I just don't have the time. Or someone said, well, I got the result, but it was really hard to maintain. They they think that the result itself was hard to maintain. And it's not even that. It's them. Their processes and their inefficiencies and the, the excessive mental fluff and the excessive physical fluff that they did in order to achieve that result was too much. It was too labor intensive and that's why they couldn't maintain the result. If someone gets in really good shape and then they relapse, one of the fundamental reasons why is because they never actually removed a lot of the excessive mental chatter and fluff and distractions in their life and they forced the result which you can force a result for a short period of time, but eventually your natural tendencies will come to the surface and that is what relapse looks like. When in actuality, the people that you see break through, it's because they removed those additional pieces of fluff. They stopped watching Netflix so much so they could actually meal prep this stuff on time. They got to the gym earlier in the morning and they were more consistent with it because they prepped their gym stuff the night before. They started to have more traction on social media or sharing their message because they did more videos and they moved into that resistance even though it felt really unnatural and awkward at first. 
there's so many things that are going to require you to become more efficient. Otherwise, you will always struggle to get the result. And that's why you just feel that mental burnout all the time. It's that friction. The more chatter and the more excessive movements that you have, the more energy expenditure you have. You think about anything that is is masterful, it almost looks poetic. It almost looks like art form, like whether it's painting or music. It's, it's They've removed every single excessive piece of movement from the equation to the point that it just looks like poetry, right? Anything in your life can be like that. And right now, if you are moving around in your head and you're moving around physically to a point where you're just hitting burnout, you need to start trimming away all the excessive conversations with people that don't inspire you and don't bring you up. You need to stop engaging in mindless debating on social media. You need to stop just responding to people's emails and calls just because they want you to in the moment. You need to stop entertaining weak bullshit excuses in your head as to why you can't achieve your dreams and, and stop procrastinating on things, recognizing that you're never going to become masterful at something until you actually start doing that thing and you do it repeatedly over and over and over and over again, my friend. So that is the message for you today. If you are struggling and you are feeling mentally burnt out, it's because you have excessive movement. There is massive areas in your life where you can trim that away, but the decision is ultimately yours. A lot of people won't trim it away because they're scared. They want to conform to society. They're looking for people's approval, etc., etc. If you want a different life, then you have to operate at a different level than most people. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at Fraser at evolvingalpha.com for coaching options and mentorship. Because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.